0: His story had not begun in a tavern, but Alf had ended up in one anyway. An ogre, proclaimed the old man from the corner by the hearth. A fearsome ogre, iron-toothed, yellow-eyed, arms like oak branches. He wobbled as he crossed the room towards the table of adventurers. I saw it not three days ago, up on the high moor. The beast must be slain, lest it find its way down to our fields and flocks. One of the young lads was beefy and broad shouldered, Mulladale stock. He fancied himself a fighter, with that league forged sword and patchwork armour. I'll wager it's one of Lord Bone's minions left over from the war, he declared loudly. We'll hunt it down. I can track it. This was a woman in green, her face tattooed, a wilder woman of the northern woods, or dressed as one anyway. We just need to find its trail. There are places of power up on the High Moor, said a third, face shadowed by his hood. He spoke with the refined tones of a Crownland scholar, an apprentice mage, cloak marked with the sign of the lord who'd sponsored him. He probably had a star trap strung outside in the bushes. Ancient temples, shrines to forgotten spirits, such an eldritch beast might. He paused portentously. Alf bloody hated it when wizards did that, leaving pauses like pit traps in the conversation. Just get on with it for pity's sake. Life was too short. Be drawn to such places, as might other legacies of Lord Bone. We'll slay it, roared the Mullardale lad, and deliver this village from peril. That won a round of applause from the locals, more for the boy's enthusiasm than any prospect of success. The adventurers huddled over the table, talking ogre lore, talking about the dangers of the High Moor and the virtues of leaving at first light. Alf scowled, irritated, but unable to say why. He'd finish his drink, he decided, and then turn in. Maybe he'd be drunk enough to fall straight asleep. The loon had disturbed a rare evening of forgetfulness. He'd enjoyed sitting there, listening to village gossip and tall tales and the crackling of the fire. Now the spell was broken, and he had to think about monsters again. He'd been thinking about monsters for a long time. The old man sat down next to Alf. Apparently, he wasn't done. He wasn't that old, either. Alf realized he was about the same age. They'd both seen the wrong side of 45 winters. Ten feet tall it was, he exclaimed, sending Spittle flying into Alf's tankard. And big tusks, like a bull's horns at the side of its mouth. He stuck his fingers out to illustrate. It had the stink of Nekrad about it. They have the right of it. It's one of Bone's creatures that escaped. The nine should have put them all to the sword. Bone's ogres, said Alf, didn't have tusks. His voice was croaky from disuse. They cut him off. Your ogre didn't come out of Nekrad. "'You didn't see the beast, I did. "'Only the pits of Necrad could spawn such—' "'You haven't seen the sodding pits, either,' said Alf. "'He felt the cold rush of anger and stood up. "'He needed to be away from people. "'He stumbled across the room to the stairs. "'Another of the locals caught his arm. "'Bit of luck for you, eh?' "'The fool was grinning and red-cheeked. "'Twist, break the wrist, grab his neck, "'slam his face into the table.' Kick him into the two behind him, then grab a weapon. Alf fought against his honed instincts. The evening's drinking had not dulled his edge enough. He dug up words. What do you mean? You said you were going off up to the High Moor tomorrow. You'd run straight into that ogre's mouth. Best you stay here another few days till it's safe. Safe? echoed Alf. He pulled his arm free. I can't stay. I have to go and see an old friend. The inn's only private room was upstairs. Sleeping in the common room was a copper a night, the private room an exorbitant six for a pokey attic room, and the pleasure of hearing the innkeeper snore next door. Alf locked the door and took Spellbreaker from its hiding place under the bed. The sword slithered in his grasp, metal twisting beneath the dragon hide. I could hear them singing about you. Its voice was a leaden whisper about the siege of Necrad.